0: To the resilient
1: business podcast a resource for collective action in a time of crisis we've started this pop-up podcast to help entrepreneurs and business owners build resilience we'll be sharing concrete advice to get through the very real challenges around COVID-19 and we'll also be facilitating space to come together as a wider community so we can support and encourage one another your hosts today are Toriel Wilhelmsen from The Slow Business Adventure and me, Heather Thorkelson from heatherthorkelsen.com. This episode of Resilient Business FM is brought to you by
0: Remarkable Communication, run by the content marketing industry veteran Sonia Simon. I personally would especially recommend checking out her partnership program. After working with her for a month, my business was equipped with a solid marketing strategy and excellent words for our website and a non-salesy sales campaign. So let's jump into it. On the Resilient Business Podcast, we're all about helping you build resilience. So today we want to start with reminding you to take stock of your previous experience with navigating in unknown waters. As entrepreneurs, many of us actually thrive under pressure. And also when we're facing the unknown. And that's the situation that we are in today. So think back at at your entrepreneurial journey and write down an episode or example that proves to yourself that you have overcome adversity in the past. I, for example, am trained as an economist and my entrepreneurial journey has been really enriching so far, but I've also been through some tough times and learned how to cultivate resilience and find strength when I felt at my weakest and most vulnerable. Never knowing what's around the next corner has taught me that no matter how difficult it gets, there's always a way forward, even when you can't see it yourself. I started my entrepreneurial journey with founding an educational software company back in 2006, and went on to spend five years in the municipality as head of business. And then I went back to being my own boss as uh, it turned out that I was really unemployable even at that early stage in my career. After that, I founded a co-working space in the Norwegian mountain town near Jotunheimen National Park where I am currently living with my family. And my latest venture was a slow business adventure which, which is an international gathering for business owners that want to run their business on their own terms. So I've been an entrepreneur for 14 years. And for the last seven years, I've taught how to start and run a profitable and sustainable slow business, both online and um, via physical courses, and through speaking at different business events and conferences and retreats, both run by my current company, uh, Fjellfrid, or Mountain Flow, and at other people's uh, events. And decision-making, when you have imperfect information, is such a huge part of the slow business approach. And right now, this essential part of running a healthy business is really magnified due to all the restrictions and the fragility in many markets and uncertainty around how the pandemic will unfold and how long it will be a prevalent part of our daily lives. And looking back, I found three, three examples of things that uh, I feel have built my resilience along the way. And if you look back at your business, maybe you will find something that uh, you will think back on now and feel confident that you have built that resilience uh, before. The first example is when I started my first business, I was a student. I had very little money um, and at the same time, I faced a very difficult uh, situation in my private life where uh, I was treated for early stage cervix cancer. So I faced uh, a difficult situation uh, as a student, and I think this experience has made me uh, trust myself more. My second example is that I started my second business when on long-term sick leave and with a toddler at home. As you can imagine, it's actually quite similar to what we're doing now with having a home office with uh, another child that's now a toddler. So it's very similar and I can see now that I've learned some habits that I have good use of this time around. And when that uh, second business was started, I had very little energy Um, and I'm uh, trying now to keep my energy levels much higher. So I get my rest and activity and spend time outdoors. I also didn't have a network of like-minded entrepreneurs, but now I have people like Heather and Sonia, my co-hosts uh, at the, this podcast, and also the slow business entrepreneurs. And my third and last example is that I started a co-working space in a small town. And with only 3,600 people living here, it's a very small market. And co-working was back then still a very new and unknown industry in Norway. so. When we're now facing the coronavirus and uh, changes in markets, I know that I have navigated difficult uh, times before and that I always find a way uh, to solve my problems, even if I have very little information about the future. So Heather, what's your story?
1: well i all that really resonates with me as well in terms of the vulnerability and lack of resources um in my case i started my entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey in 2010 having left my corporate career with no real marketable skill and knowing also that i could never ever go back into the matrix as i like to call it i'd lived and worked all over the world but You know i was one of those people who was very much a jack of all trades and master of none so i had to find a way to build something from there i had to learn all about online business from scratch because this was still the early days you know 2010 um you know these days it's quite normal for us to make a living online but back then it was very much sort of a new wave of how we could work and you know beyond that i also had no parental home to go to a family home i'd been out of the house and financially on my own since 2017 so i had to make things work now that i had left the corporate world there was no soft place to land i had very little savings and my partner at that time couldn't cover for me if i had no income coming in so you can imagine like i'm staring down this beast and thinking i've got to find a way to make things work for me and build a livelihood for myself So I got certified as a life coach in this really intensive year-long program that was almost like a master's degree. And then I followed that up with doing a combination of life coaching and website design just to make ends meet. And it was a really difficult time for me because when I started out, I had a very expensive mortgage in Toronto and just the cost of living was very high. So there was a lot of pressure on me to do all the things, you know, when you start out in a business, you do all the different roles because there's only one of you and there's no money to hire anyone else. So over the next three years, my knowledge of marketing and strategy, of course, grew. Um, I had a lot of wins, but I had a lot of fails, a lot of stress, a lot of uncertainty, and I slowly morphed my life coaching work into online business coaching. I literally just went through a process of learning what I needed to do, basically trial and error to make my business work because There was no plan B for me. And incidentally, that's what my upcoming book is called, No Plan B. So if anyone's interested in hearing more about this story, you can sign up for my newsletter for when that comes out. But anyways, by 2015, things were going quite well. Um, I saw a niche in a different market that I was involved in, and I opened a second business because I can't seem to help myself. So I opened a second business as a polar expedition operator. And this was an industry that I had very limited experience with, and I had very little money to invest in to get the company off the ground. But by then, I'd proven to myself that entrepreneurship is largely a combination of getting over yourself and finding answers and I'm just going to repeat that because it's really important, it's a combination of getting over yourself and finding answers on a daily basis. Because here's the thing, we don't enter the world of business ownership with all of the answers. And I would argue that dealing with adversity is sort of par for the course when it comes to running a business. Many, many, many small businesses out there are just a few unfavorable months away from closure even at the best of times so we need to be nimble we need to be proactive and we need to be solutions oriented we kind of need to expect adversity in order to keep moving forward we also need a resourceful peer group to call upon for answers and guidance when the going gets rocky so similar tutorial i'm going to give a couple more examples of how i or how life and business helped me build resilience along the way Uh, My first example is that I ran my first international retreat for entrepreneurs in Iceland when I'd been in business for less than a year and I had a mailing list of only like about 80 people. I honestly didn't know what I was doing. Um, I kind of just went on the fly. And luckily the retreat was amazing, but it was also a nightmare. And so that was a really great learning experience for me that helped me up my game big time when I ran my second retreat the following year in Peru. My second example is that I spent two years, a lot of people don't know this, but from 2014 to 2016, I was basically homeless (laughs) due to the fact that I had this really long wait for residency in Sweden. Um, I was trying to move there to be with my partner, but I had to give up my apartment in Peru that I had had. And so I was really running my business and and from 2015 onwards running two businesses from airplanes from house sits from ships in the polar regions from the passenger seat of a car when my husband and I would be on road trips and I was trying to write course content so i i did not have like a stable place to work from for 2 years and that's not the easiest thing to do but you you learn you know we we jump to the occasion and we find new ways of doing things. So there was a really interesting experience as well. And the third example of dealing with adversity is that I lost 40,000 euros of my own savings when I invested and took a risk in my second company, the Polar Expedition Company. And I know that sounds really terrible. There's probably a few jaws dropping who are in our listeners, but the loss of that investment helped me immeasurably in becoming a better entrepreneur all of the reasons why I invested, the reasons and the things that we couldn't see coming, why that money was lost. I mean, wow, that was probably my biggest entrepreneurial hit and it was also one of the most valuable ones. And so these are just a handful of examples that have reminded me that I can go through this stuff and I can bounce back and I can be smarter for it every time. And you know, that goes for everybody, right? So to sum it up, While we are all navigating business adversity with the current pandemic, if we each reflect on it, we've all been through some tough uncertain times before and we've made it through, right? We're all here, we're all carrying on. So we want you to think back on your entrepreneurial journey, as Toriel said earlier on, and write down a specific episode or example that proves to yourself that you've overcome adversity before. If you have more than one example, great. If you've got a bunch of examples, even better. This is a great exercise to help you build those resiliency muscles.
0: I was thinking that uh, I'm getting goosebumps listening to you, Heather. So I was like, "Oh, just call Heather. (laughs) She'll help you out. (laughs) (laughs) But I think these stories can uh, hopefully help in a way um, that's a bit different for everyone because we have uh, all these different experiences and stories, but the thing is that we will always find a way and if we don't find a way, we will get back up. So that's a lesson from today's episode and it's definitely hard right now, but we believe in you. (laughs) You can do this. So if you want to see and read more resources, you can visit our show notes for this episode uh, and they're over at uh, Resilient Business FM on that website. And we'll be back next week with an episode on managing risk in a time of uncertainty. And we hope that you like this podcast and would like to share it with your friends. Subscribe and help us get the word out. Until next week, stay safe and continue to do great things.